Thanks for listening to the Gateway Live podcast, a collection of recent sermons, teaching, and inspirational content brought to you by Gateway Church of Upstate New York. Visit our website at gatewaylive.org for more information. Now, here's today's message. All right, listen to this. Uh, oh, shoot. 2 Corinthians 4.16. It says, therefore, we do not give up. Turn to your neighbor and say, we don't give up. You know what happens? We don't give up. We don't. I'm telling you, we don't give up. All right, so let me tell you what's going to happen. If some of you give up, and I love y'all, we're not giving up. We'll be here when you get ready again. Okay? I'm just, we don't give up. And uh, so don't give up. So here it says, we do not give up even though our outward person is being destroyed. Yikes. You, you don't feel that? Wait till you get a little older. <laughs> There's destruction all around me. <laughs> I'm being pulled by, right anyway. It says, uh, uh, our outward person being destroyed, our inner person is being renewed day by day for our momentary light affliction. Is producing for us an absolutely incomparable eternal weight of glory. I'm coming back to that. So we do not focus on what is seen, but what is unseen. For what is seen is, and what is unseen is eternal. That is the only way to get through some of the things. But I got to back up. It says, uh, for our momentary light affliction is producing for us. Honey, what I have just been through, what we have just been through, is not, to me, a very light affliction. If you haven't felt the weight and the pain and the grief, and I look at that statement there, uh, uh, and, and the Lord speaking to that, and you say, what? and I'm like, what? Don't you know what I went through? Don't you know the heartache and suffering, and why would you call that? Who, do you, who are you to call this a momentary light affliction but the truth is is the word of God true so I can rant and rave and do all I do and then I got to figure out what he's talking about right so I, I got a I got a lengthy portion of scripture that I'm not going to be able to yes I am you got time First Peter chapter 5, verse 1 says, Therefore, as a fellow elder and witness to the sufferings of the Messiah, and also a participant in the glory about to be revealed. You know what? I just see that's way more than just going to church, folks. It's way more than, well, let me hear the preacher preach. I'm gonna, we are supposed to be participants in the glory of God. We're not supposed to just have an experience with the Lord, but we are supposed to be a host of who He is. Not yelling at you, I'm just saying with just passion. And, and, and it goes on to say, it says, uh, um, I exhort the elders among you, shepherd God's people, God's flock among you, not overseeing out of compulsion, but freely, according to God's will, not for money, but eagerly, not uh, lording over those 
entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. Leadership here. You're in leadership. Do you realize what God has entrusted to us? It's not about your gift. Oh, aren't you? Wow, pastor, what a, what a uh, you know, to be gifted. I am gifted for your sake. I'm not gifted for my sake. I'm gifted because God has entrusted me. And I cannot be trusted without the gifts of God. Seriously, what good would we do in our flesh to spiritual things? But put the gift of God in, 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 in what I'm looking at is what God, why is it that when I see you for the first time, I'm going to like, hey, how are you? Who are you? What's your nickname? A thousand questions. Why? Because I, just, I don't know. Maybe God's going to entrust you. He's going to entrust me with, with seeing some, you know, some spiritual development. I got to tell you, I believe that every time. And those of you that are in leadership, listen, God has entrusted us. It's not about our ministry. It's about who we minister to. It's not about the gift of healing, but it's about the one that needs to be healed. That, I got way more to say about that, but later, listen to this. It says, uh, and the chief shepherd, he appears, will re- you'll receive uh, an unfading crown of glory in the same way you younger men subject, being subject to the elders. Listen, guys, I was 18 months. I knew everything. I was 18 months, honestly. It was a long time ago. There's a lot of wisdom here. And, and just being in subjection to your parents, being in subjection to the elders, just, that's a God thing. It's in there. It's in there. All right. And, but that's not what I'm preaching. That was... In the same way, subject your... And all of you... Clothe yourselves in humility toward one another because God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God so that he may exalt you in the, at the proper time. Say this with me. Casting all your care on him because... How can I have a momentary light affliction that's so heavy? So here's what happened, or as I said, here's the story. About almost 20 years, 21 years ago, I was much younger and full of vim and vigor and had a place to hunt in the Adirondacks above Speculator that I hiked in five miles, five and a half miles, with all my stuff, and and I'd hunt, and the first time I went out there, I shot this nice buck. And uh, had, it took me like 10 hours to drag it out. By the time I got to the truck, I hated venison. <laughs> but the whole experience in the middle of the Adirondack woman, I just was so, I loved every minute of it. And so the next year, uh, um, Rachel says, Dad, I want to go. Well, Rachel was about 12. And I said, okay. Uh, she was just with us Saturday. Uh, I love my girls, and I'd do anything anything uh, for them. And so, uh, yeah, she's 30-something now, but, but back, this was 20 years ago. She's dad, I want to go. I said, okay. So it was early muzzleloader season. I figured it'd be warm. We get up there. And so we, I said, 
start packing, sweetheart. It was that time. So she's getting all her stuff together, and I'm packing my pack, and I'm watching her pack her pack, and I said, she got, I said, what you think you need? And so I said, let's go through it together because you're not taking this. You're not taking that. You know why I said all that? Because I knew before long I would be carrying the pack. So I put in there just what I could carry. But I put in there enough that she could be comfortable and be cared for and fed. I knew I was going to take care of the girl that I'd give my life for. And, and, and sure enough, she said, well, but dad, I said, honey, believe me, you don't need, you know, and I forget, I, I could make jokes, but I forget what it is that I took out. But I lightened that pack in, in a considerable amount, and uh, I said, okay, we can do this. And so I got my deer rifle, I got my pack, she got her pack on, we leave the truck, we don't get 200 yards down the trail. And she, dad, I can't carry this. I said, okay, babe. I, I understand. I, 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 I'm totally prepared for this. And so I tied her pack on my pack, and it was, she just all she had to do was walk. Don't you think our Heavenly Father has packed in your life enough for you not just to uh, uh, survive but to thrive I could not possibly, and I would give my life in a minute, I could not possibly love my f- girls as much as he loves you. Somebody needs to get that through their head. The love of God, that what he's poured out in our lives, what he's done for you, what he's prepared for you, and, and the, the heaviness in the moment of your life, I'm telling you, if you could understand how much he wants you to turn to him and say, hey, Dad, would you carry this? I can't carry this anymore. And some of you have said that, Lord, would you carry this? And yeah, and then you grab it back. Would you carry? No, no, I I can't trust you with it. I'm telling you, you can trust him with everything. But that's all my stuff. Well, I'm going to tell you something. He can distribute the stuff that you need in the right moment that you need it, and it will exceed your very thought of his provision. Come on. I, I, you know, I can be offended at the, the light and the momentary affliction, the heaviness and the hurt that we felt. But I tell you what, it became light when I said, Lord, I can't, this is something you have to carry. And he said, I can do that. I need to know your, your thoughts on these things. And it, the worst of our lives, he is able to lighten our load if we have the faith to cast our cares on Him. Dear God, that was so good. I'm serious. Oh, you tooting your own horn? No, there's a gift that God wants to pour out in your life. He wants to speak to you. He wants His Spirit to, to just set up a pulpit right there in your head, in your thoughts, and begin to share with you that and so many more truths because He loves you. Stand with me.
I will do part three and four next week. If you're heavy today, how many carry a heavy burden? Come on. Listen. Do you think your father knew you'd be right exactly here? Daddy, can I go hunting with you? Yep, it's a long walk. You want to walk? Yeah, I can walk. You going to carry your own pack? Yeah, I can carry my own pack. Okay. We think we're a lot tougher than we are. We don't need to be. I, I, I got to tell you, sometimes he, he'll let you carry it a little longer and, and just, just to give you that spiritual endurance in your life, not to hurt you. He's here to help you. And I am telling you, he is here to help you today. Oh, down the road. Down, no. Man, oh man, there's been some seed sown. There's been some people praying. They're, they're, the church body is just with the expectation of God touching your life. Say, well, why would you care that much? Because somebody carried my pack. Somebody come alongside me, another human being filled with the love of God to help me in times of, of trouble until I could find it in my own faith and heart to say, Lord, I, I can cast my cares on you. So how many got some cares this morning you want to cast on the Lord? Come on. How many has a healing in your body that need, you need God to do that? You want God to heal you. Come on. As we turn the music on, before you leave the house, would you take some time and just, man, literally, why do we lift our hands? Because I just want everything to be His. I want all the praise to be His. I want all the goodness to be I want all my hurts to be His. I want all my sins to go to Him. I, I don't want to hold anything back. Why? Because he's my father. And he knew when I put all, all that stuff got put on my back, he knew. And he's been removing it and removing it, and there's times when it's so hard. He said, I'll take the whole thing. So, Father, as we take this time to pray together and to, to worship you, I'm asking you for faith to rise up in our hearts and minds. Faith, God, that you care about us. Faith, Lord Jesus, that, that you care enough that we can cast our cares on you. And that we can look, Lord Jesus, not on the things that we see, but the unseen things that are eternal. And, and by it, oh God, realize that, that life doesn't end here. But there is a life eternal. God, I'm going to see Steve again. And what a reunion that will be. I know it. And, and, and Lord, until that time, God, you've, 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 the journey ahead of us, God, you'll carry us in those heaviness time. Those that are, that are bearing other things today, Lord Jesus, as, as they lift them to you, God, I know, I know you will willingly receive that. Your blessings on those who move by faith today. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Come on, be moved by faith. Let us pray for you. Pray together.
And we'll see what God will do in this service. In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to this week's message. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast to be notified when new messages are released. And remember to visit gatewaylive.org for more information.